Generosity is doing something for someone else, expecting nothing in return. And that is the quote of the day. Show. I'm your host, Sean Croxton at SeanCroxton.com. Today's episode is brought to you by The Jerf Bar. Clean eating never tasted so good. Available at JerfBar.com. Head on over to the website. Pick up a variety pack. You're going to thoroughly enjoy our flavors and read the reviews as well. The reviews have been incredible. So again, that's JerfBar.com. Today, we've got Simon Sinek on the show. And what Simon's doing today, he's giving us a reminder as to what it really means to be generous. Here's Simon. We go to work every day and we sit at our computers and we sit at our desks and we solve problems by sending emails. Get up and go talk to somebody. It's called human interaction. And it's a beautiful, beautiful thing. I'll tell you a quick story. I was on a plane about, it was about a week ago actually, it was only about a week ago. And um, I, I was coming down the aisle and my seatmate, I guess, you know, my, my companion for the next five hours, um, was already sitting down. She was in the aisle, and I had the window seat. And you, you know, we've all had this experience where you're the one who gets there first, and you look down and you hope that it's that one. Please, 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 no. You know, praying that that becomes your seatmate. I've had many fantasies about wives and girlfriends that never sat down next to me. <laughs> I, 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 you know, it's better than an icebreaker, right? Hi, right? Sitting next to you. Um, and equally, we've seen people coming down the aisle saying, please don't sit next to me, please don't sit next to me, please. No, we've all done that. Well, she ignored me entirely. So I could only assume that she was praying that I wouldn't sit next to her. I somehow think, though, she was hoping that no one would sit next to her. So you know what it's like. We've all been on planes. You, you, you travel and you go to the aisle and custom dictates, you know, just general politeness that the person looks up to you and says, you, you sitting here, you know? She didn't. She completely ignored me had her face in her book, and put my bag in the overhead compartment. She still ignored me, to the point where I actually had to say, um, excuse me, I'm sitting there. And she sort of begrudgingly moved aside. She didn't stand up. She begrudgingly moved her legs to the side and went, <sighs> right? Like, like this was something she didn't expect would happen. <laughs> right? So I sat down. I knew exactly what this flight was going to be like. I would have my headphones on for five hours, <laughs> and I would ignore the person sitting next to me and be afraid every time I had to go to the bathroom <laughs> for having... And when I'm on a plane, the pressure, I have to go more often. It's very embarrassing. And, and so, you know, like, I sit down as soon as I've gone, and I have to go immediately again. I'm going to have a bladder infection because, anyway, it's a different story. Um, and so we're, we, 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 we got into flight. We, we sort of reached altitude, and uh, the flight attendant came around to ask us if we wanted breakfast. And she came over to us and she said, would you like cereal or would you like the omelet, she said to me. And I said, I'll have the cereal. And she turns to my sweet mate and my, my, my seat mate. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Semi-sweet. Um, bitter. Uh, she turns to my, uh, my seat mate and she says, do you want the omelet or do you want the, the cereal? And she says, I'll also have the cereal, two cereals. Four minutes later, 
the flight attendant comes back and says, I only have one cereal. <laughs> so now I've already decided in my mind that I was going to say to my seatmate, um, you have the cereal, right? That was, I, I had already decided. But before the words could even come out of my mouth, she turns to the flight attendant and says, I'll have the cereal. <laughs> and at that point, I hated her. <laughs> and here's the joke. She lacks a spirit of generosity. No matter what option she would have chosen, she would have gotten the cereal. For one, if she'd waited for three seconds and heard that I was about to offer it to her, she would have got the cereal, right? If she absolutely had to have the cereal, she could have turned to me and said, do you mind if I have the cereal? And I would have said, go right ahead, right? She could have even apologized or said thank you to me. I'm really sorry, allergic to eggs. Can I have the cereal, you know? In other words, no matter what option she chose, she would have got the cereal. But the one option she went with was to take a selfish perspective, to go for what she wanted and ignore the wants, desires, or needs of anyone around her, even including just being polite. In other words, she didn't have to give me the cereal. She could have just been polite about it, right? Now, from that point on, I really hated her. And I wrote an article about this little experience while I was on the plane sitting next to her. <laughs> and made no attempt to turn the screen so she couldn't read it. <laughs> Secretly hoping she was. <laughs> Salt and pepper hair, glasses. I'm good, thank you. Um, and more importantly now, I had no desire to do anything for her anymore, right? Now, when we got done, when, when the flight landed, perhaps as a nice person, if she had just established some sort of rapport with me, just because I'm a nice guy, I would have taken her case down. Here you go, you know? But I didn't, and I wasn't going to. Or, or if I did, it wouldn't have been with a spirit of generosity. If I did, it would have been as a, as a sort of a smug remark, like, hmm, there you go, I'm still nice. It would have been as a, you know, one of those deals. Or I would have done it simply as some sort of positive reinforcement to myself that despite this horrible person, I'm still a nice guy, right? No matter which one would have motivated me to take that case down, it wouldn't have been with a spirit of generosity. It would have been some sort of selfish act or some sort of aggressive act, right? It's the spirit of generosity. If we're willing to give to the person next to us, it's amazing what they'll be willing to give to us, right? And again, our very survival depends on this. We need to trust each other. and We're more willing to trust somebody who's willing to help us. I hate the whole self-help industry, right? How can you be happy? What are the five steps you can follow to be a millionaire? What are the seven steps that you need to get the career that you want? You know, me, 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 me. What about helping the guy next to you? What are the five steps that you can do to help the person next to you lose some weight? What are the seven steps that you can follow to help the person next to you find the job that they want? Do you know how we get fulfillment? You can be happy because you did things at work. You can be proud because you did things at work. You can be excited because you had a big success at work. But you know how you feel fulfilled at work? When you do something for someone else. It's the only way we get that feeling. It's the only way we get that feeling. You know why the statistics say that over 90% of people don't feel fulfilled by the work they do? It's not because of the job, it's not because of the pay, it's not because of the benefits. It's because we don't help each other anymore. We sit in our cubes and we work. 
And anything that we turn to anybody is because we need something, we need to get something. And yet we don't put ourselves out there simply for no other reason than to help somebody else. You know what generosity is? Generosity is doing something for someone else expecting nothing in return at no point ever. I did something for him, why won't he help me? It's not an equation. It's designed to help you feel good. And Mother Nature has given us this feeling when we do something for someone else to encourage us to do it. Because when we are in groups, when we are surrounded by people who believe what we believe, trust emerges and our very survival and progress goes up. All right, great stuff with Simon Sinek. His website is startwithwhy.com. I hear... His books are incredible. I haven't read them yet myself, but I certainly will one day. So go to Amazon and look up Start With Why, as well as Leaders Eat Last. If you want to watch the entire talk that you just heard, you can go on YouTube and look up Simon Sinek. If you don't understand people, you don't understand business. That is it for me. I will see you tomorrow. Peace. 